before today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, I want to tell you about our new podcast series, Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades, in association with Indigo Unified Communications. Join me, Hugh Evans, and a host of legends from both sides of the divide as we look at the history of the old firm derby from the 1960s to the present day. In the latest episode, Peter Grant and Ian Durant join me to look back on the rivalry in the 1980s. To listen, download the Radio Clyde app or search Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades on your usual podcast app. 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of Europa League action. Celtic are first up taking on Sarajevo in Bosnia with Odson Eduard back in from the start. Rangers host Galatasaray at Ibrox later. And Alex Dyer says everyone at Kilmarnock is on tenterhooks ahead of a coronavirus hit clash with Motherwell. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, two crackers coming up tonight, Gordon. And there is no easy games at this stage of the competition for Celtic and Rangers. Rangers only get one shot at it, you know, no room for error tonight. Rangers coming up against a very, well, on paper, very good looking Galatasaray side and Celtic having the tricky tie going away to Sarajevo. Looking forward to it and how the two teams perform after a very good weekend. Yeah, it should be a good night of European football, Gordon. I'm sure all Celtic Rangers fans are... You know, very confident, especially with the form that the teams are in just now. Celtic kick is off at seven o'clock. Usually, you're thinking, well, European tie, first leg, uh, go over to go over there, uh, Bosnia, and get a, a good result to bring back to Celtic Park. But it's just on the night, and Rangers the same. Galatasaray, Ibrox is Mark touched on. I think we're in for a positive night. 0141-951-1025 That is the number you need to get in touch tonight It is a huge night of Europa League action The playoff round One go at it One leg Let's see if we can get two teams Into the group stages of the Europa League Just like we have done in previous seasons Individual success up for grabs For the clubs And of course the coefficient Where we all try our very best It's not always easy To pull together uh, For the greater good Of where it will get our country going forward So 01419511025 Building up to kick off in both games All the usual pre-match questions for you How confident are you? What about the team lineup? The team suggestions? All of the usual pre-match thoughts Let's hear from you right now 01419511025 It makes sense to start with the Celtic game Because it's the first one that kicks off It kicks off in about 55 minutes time So Celtic fans, how are you feeling? Are you feeling confident? It's familiar opposition You've beaten Sarajevo before Is that enough to make you feel confident tonight? Or have you got any... Uh, any doubts, any concerns in the back of your mind Let us know right now 01419511025 And even better uh, What do you make of this starting 11 For Celtic tonight? I'll read it to you and you can give us your thoughts It's Barkas in goal Back three of Beaton, Duffy and Ayer uh, right wing back Jeremy Frimpong Left wing back Greg Taylor uh, In the midfield Scott Brown Callum McGregor Ryan Christie And uh, Mohamed Il Yunusi In attack alongside Odson Edouard On the bench Bain Julian Griffiths Klamala Turnbull Cham And El Hamed Celtic fans 
What do you make of that team? Is he happy with that? Is that who you would have picked? Would you have done something different? 01419511025 What do you guys think? Um, well I didn't expect many changes from the weekend You know, uh, obviously the Edward one in force But you still think even with a 80 fit Would he have come into Neil Lennon sinking in such a big game? Um, and apart from that, it picked itself When Neil Lennon came out after the game And says it was his best performance he's seen this season And including his, his full time here at Celtic Which don't know if I'd quite agree with that or go that far But it was certainly better than what we've seen from Celtic I thought they would go with that And I, I think Celtic have to get into a, a settled team You know, they, they look like they're going to stick with this three-five-two formation And within that, I think they need to stick to... To the, the personnel as well They can't be chopping and changing too much uh, You obviously get better When you get to know The players round about you In a system And Niels went for that today So um, Plenty of attacking players in there Going away from home um, But they will find it difficult You know We've seen last week Against a team that most thought That Celtic would go away And just blow away And it'd be easy At this stage in the competition There is no easy games And it'll be that way for Celtic tonight mm. They might have to be patient but they've certainly got the players on there That can hurt Harry Evil That's the thing Gordon Both can be true at the same time We are not in a place in European football Where we can dismiss any opposition mm-hmm. So Mark's right There are no easy games But as far as playoff draws go to get through It could have been worse for Celtic The difficulty comes Not so much in the opposition As much as the fact that it's, it's away from home And it's one leg that, That's the, the tricky part of it is it not? Yeah, it always is uh, Home advantage, it doesn't matter with this uh, myth The fact there's no crowds there uh, It's still their surroundings, familiar with it um, But I feel that looking at Celtic team I think it's a very strong team, Gordon Interesting debate would have been if uh, Ayeti had been fit uh, I think El Yunusi would have certainly played Would it have been a case of Edward sitting on the bench again? Because Neil Lennon did say Look, I left him out of the weekend because he's, uh, you know, he's for him um, Ayeti scores But he picks up the, the injury But that's a very strong side Also Question marks Julian been brought in for 7 million quid I know he's been injured on the bench Beaton I think played very well Since he went into the, the centre Back position in a 3 Frimpong has been the star man In the last 2 games I think that's a good team I think it's a team that I would have picked There could have been an argument tonight for Turnbull Terrific second half But I think that's the best team 0141-951-1025 Celtic fans What do you make of that team? Are you happy with it? Is that enough to get you through tonight? Would you have done something different? Let us know right now On the phones Or on Twitter Of course The big game in this part of the world Is later on at Ibrox Rangers hosting Galatasaray uh, We would love it to be One of those big European nights uh, No crowd obviously Let's go to Andrew McLean And get the build up yeah, well, as you say, Gordon, this really should have the feeling of a big European night. I remember being here over a year ago in the playoff round when Ligia Warsaw came to town. Alfredo Morelos fired in that last-minute header to send Rangers to the group stages. The place went wild, but we're in for another strange evening of football. Despite how much is at stake in this one, we've talked so much about how we miss the fans in grounds. And this is exactly the type of game Rangers fans will be dying to watch from the stands. Such an important game for a lot of reasons. On the pitch, the fans, the players, the staff, all desperate for another successful run in the Europa League. But the financial implications 
they're so big as well. Stephen Gerrard saying their transfer business for the rest of the window could well hang on whether they get a result tonight or not. We've seen how well Rangers have negotiated these ties over the past couple of seasons, but Galatasaray will pose a big threat. They were in the Champions League group stages last season. They've got well-known names in their side as well. Radamel Falcao, Ryan Babel will be names you know. Two wins and a draw from their opening three league matches. But Rangers will be full of confidence after their own start to the campaign. And good news as well that Ryan Jack has been back in full training this week. Brandon Barker could be back in the squad as well. Uh, but Cedric Eaton is a doubt after his double at the weekend. I'll bring you full team news as soon as I get it. Rangers fans, all the thoughts ahead of kickoff from you as well. Please 0141 How confident or otherwise are you feeling? We've already given you the Celtic team. Let's get some reaction to it with Nick, who is a Celtic fan in Airdrie. Kick us off, Nick. Tell us how confident you're feeling tonight. You looking forward to it? Good evening. Hi. Hi, Good mate. evening, guys. Hi. Uh, there was a draw between playing against Galatasaray. <laughs> and, uh, but I would have to into the mix tonight. Nick's line is a little bit unclear, isn't it? I, can't, I, I think he yeah. was suggesting Lee Griffiths would have been would have been worth a start, Mark. I mean, he's not, not played no. football. He's not played the game since the 7th of March. No, no, I, I can't agree with Nick there. Uh, well, it's great to see Lee Griffiths back in, in the squad. He's still got a long way to go. To, to get back to a starting place And especially in a European qualifier Where you get one shot at it Especially when you've got a guy like Edward In front of you um, He's even got Elianusi in front of him A Yeti when he's fit in front of him You wonder where Klamala comes into that uh, I'm not too sure if he'd be in front of him But Lee Griffiths has got a bit to go Before he gets considered Yeah I mean Nick it's been seven months Since Lee Griffiths played a football match It would be quite an ask to throw him in tonight Would it not? I would put him in before Plamala. Well, I mean, they're both on the bench, though, Gordon. One thing is for sure, we're seeing more of Lee Griffiths. He's getting closer. He was on the bench at the weekend. He's he's on the bench tonight. Yeah, I think it'll be a big boost for Neil Lennon to get him some game time. But tonight isn't that uh, opportunity, Gordon? He's on the bench. It's, uh, he's a good player to bring on. You know, he can come on in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it may be. I just look at Celtic, especially at the weekend there. Edward uh, get put to the bench, looked for a reaction. I think Celtic got that. Uh, unfortunately, a Yeti get injured, scored a good goal. El Yanusi's hitting a bit of form. I think that's the best partnership. I really do. I think it gives them bags of pace as well. Uh, so Griffiths is a talented boy. He can score goals, but... He has to bide his time like everyone else now. It's competition for places. He would have come on. Uh, the thing is, if Neil Lennon had any consideration of, of using him uh, tonight, he would have come on at the weekend. Uh, you know, Neil Lennon made a number of changes. It didn't even look like Griffiths was in his thinking at all. So when you've been out this Cel- uh, any Celtic team for a long time, it's hard to get in. But if you're a forward and you look at who's beside you on the bench and you turn around and you know it's an Edward, you know you've got a lot of work to do. Before you're up to speed And even in the manager's thinking uh, Let's hear from the manager Let's hear Neil Lennon's thoughts Ahead of this one They're in good form You know they've won the last four games um, So they're a big physical team um, Well organised Third set players And you know they've got a bit of pace In, in the wider areas So we know it's going to be a difficult game You know just as much as Riga was last week You know Riga gave everything We imagine Sarajevo will do the same And we have to you know match that Intensity, if they bring it, and bring our own intensity to the game because 
the game is means means as much to us as anybody else really for a season. To be fair, our way record in Europe is pretty good over the last couple of years, and we want that to continue. And that's just a build and a progression, you know, from the experience that we've gained as a, obviously as a group and as the players individually. Well, we know these games are never easy. You know, we've got a you know set way of playing, and um, I would like us to you know forget the chances to take them a bit earlier. You know, in Riga we could have put the tie out of sight earlier on, but um, if that doesn't happen, then you keep going until you get the right result, and um, maybe a game of patience. Nick, the the squad is is strong in the sense that there are not too many players missing. James Forrest is. The obvious one So Jeremy Frimpong uh, Seems to be doing the business On the right hand side How are you feeling about the squad Overall at the moment? Well I was <coughs> I was on a couple of months ago And uh, Obviously With the uh, injury to James uh, I would be back to Man City And bring back Roberts To challenge uh, James yeah, I mean, I've I've seen it, Mark, on social media in the last couple of weeks. Whether that's an, a classic sort of, you know, putting two and two together because he seems to be available and he's he's been yeah. at the club before. Is that one that would would excite course, you? Uh, Patrick Roberts, I thought was excellent when he came up here. I thought he was an outstanding talent. I thought he embraced the club. The fans liked him, um, but he chose he chose himself to go down south and have a cracker at there. Now it's probably not worked out the way he would want it, but. He's, he's kind of turned down the opportunity before I just wonder how hungry he would be I know he, <clears throat> he makes uh, He makes comments on social media How he loved the club But there's love in the club And, and want to test yourself in the top league And my initial thought just now Would be that Patrick Roberts would want to still Have a go at the top league down south I, th- I think if you bring Patrick Roberts I mean, back he, he was at Middlesbrough last well, That was the, the last club he was at So you know the, the chances of of that then going to be a, a Premiership move or certainly a regular Premiership football would maybe be slim. Yeah, but if you bring him back, I think it gives you a bit of a headache. We're not denying the boys a terrific talent. I think looking at Neil Lennon now and just watching it developing, I think he's preferred systems of three. Um, he likes the two wing-backs. Now, Ro- um, Roberts to me is not really a wing-back. No, Pong's, never, yeah. yeah, you've got El Hamed that can go and play that position. Forrest he's played in that position So all of a sudden You're overloaded with players Out in that, that side of the pitch Gordon I think he's got to look at A player in the other side of the pitch Before he looks like a Patrick Roberts Coming back Yeah, yeah I mean whether it's to Celtic or not Mark he, Patrick Roberts played 14-15 games of football for, for a first team last season You know, These guys are in difficult places when they're part of you know big clubs, but he's twenty three and he's he's racking up that sort of number within a season. So, um, whatever it is, you'd imagine it's time for him to to, to play regular play. football. Yeah, yeah. Footballers at that age, that 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 area, their their life is so important that they get games. There's no doubt Patrick Roberts will want to go to a club and play, you know, 30, 40 games a season. Um, would he get at Celtic? I think he probably mm. would I agree with Dazzo In terms of the formation Where he fits yeah. into Neil Lennon's butt Because if, if, talent. if Celtic were, were playing the way they used to 4-2-3-1 oh, you, you, you would say that There's actually no competition For James Forrest's place mm-hmm. and, and perhaps Celtic Do need to address that As an yeah. area of the pitch So do they not then Just purely because that It's a, it's a favoured 3-5-2 at the moment That's a manager's preference That's that, 
that's why it's so difficult um, for for managers. People think it's easy. Just get all these players in and keep them coming. But if you've got a, a preferred style and you're you're you know sure on sticking to it now within the season, it'll change probably a couple of times. But if Neil Lennon's got his heart set in this, mm. he'll be looking for players to bring in that can fit into that system, not make things more difficult. Anyway, big game tonight. Before we worry too much about signing targets down the line, let's bring in Ken, who's a Celtic fan. Building up to kick off Ken 40 minutes away How are the The nerves The confidence levels What would you call them I'm quite confident I mean I like I like the team That was packed I mean uh, When the team I wrote down There's only one change in it From what was announced And that is near Bitton I mean I had down uh, Taylor Aya Dirty Frimpong uh, With Kamala up front So all the difference is Kamala's not playing He's got Edward up front On his own And he's got near Bitton in the back So I'm quite happy with the team And you know, we've done okay against Sarajevo before. I know it's a different team, we were different, but I'm still confident that they'll approach us in the right manner and we'll get the result to get into the group stages. I think the group's gone tomorrow, so I'm looking forward yeah. to that. What about the makeup of the attack, Gordon? Because this time last week it was all can't believe we're not playing a Yeti and Edward. Mm-hmm. Why are we not having two recognised strikers? Why do we keep putting Christie up front when he's not a striker etc etc that dilemma's not there because Albany Yeti's not fit so it was let's be honest it was unlikely to be Klamala it was extremely unlikely to be Griffith so it was always going to be Christie or El Yunusi who got the nod to go closest to Edward how will that how will that look in your mind? Yeah the only the only thing I would have looked at their team tonight and thought right you've paid 7 million for Julian he's back fit he's on the bench would he have come in to Neil Lennon's thoughts But you've got to say Beton's been excellent there He really has um, I just think that it's, You've got to give managers credit I think Neil Lennon came in for a bit of criticism Unfairly for me Gordon He won games Yeah it wasn't great He made a great substitution with El Yunusi last week Got the winning goal uh, He left Eduardo on the bench on Sunday Masterstroke for me Because what it does is Sends a signal through your squad saying we all know how, what the value this guy is here, but if he's not pulling his weight, he's got to sit there and wait to someone else, you know, wait for his chance. Tonight, I think you might see a big performance out of Edward. El Yunusi beside him, I think that's a. The, will, will it be El Yunusi closest to him or will it be Christie? I think El Yunusi. El Yunusi I, think. Yeah. I think it'll be similar to what we've seen El Yunusi and Ayeti. You know, Ayeti was the. the the main uh, the main one up the pitch and El Yunusi kind of floated in behind him I think it'll be similar tonight with Edward Ken, on the subject of odds and Edward Gordon mentions he, he thinks he'll see a reaction tonight he certainly had more good days than bad in a Celtic jersey but Neil Lennon left him out of the weekend said he wasn't in good form um, how important a night is this for him to get back on track? have any problems tonight it is going to be important for him but, I mean, you look at who's, who's got feeding him balls and you've got uh, McGregor Christie, Frimpong, El Yunusi. How how's how's he going to miss with all that? You know what I mean? I mean they're just they're great passers. They can see a they can see a pass, and Edward knows to get in the right place. He knows what he's doing. I don't see any problems for him tonight. Having watched the Riga game, how much of tonight Celtic success tonight is going to depend on on how Sarajevo approach it? I saw people make the comparison that the game. Uh, in Riga was almost played like a stuffy away Premiership match, mm-hmm. you know, where, where teams would, you know, would would really sort of sit in and, and just 
Make life difficult But it's, it's, it's one You get one crack at it Sorry over at home Is the hope for Neil Lennon That they come out a little bit Oh without a doubt Gordon Especially with the personnel He's got uh, In the middle of the park To front Forget about Brown He'll just sit there And try and dominate The middle of the park McGregor will go and get involved Frimpong Taylor Will probably play high up the pitch Christy Elianus will support Edward So there's a lot of attacking players there But they need space to play into And I look at For instance Going back to Sunday Hibs came and went toe-to-toe with Celtic, same formation, pushed people forward and it suited Celtic brilliantly and, you know, they won the game comfortably. I'm sure Neil Lennon will be hoping a bit, same tonight, that they'll open up because Celtic do tend sometimes to find it a bit difficult if it's what they call in the modern-day football a low block. <laughs> Tell you what they knew Need to watch tonight. Set pieces, Neil Lennon is, you know, alluded it there. Sarajevo, a big side. You look at that Celtic side, You've got Beaton, Duffy and Ayer Are your three big ones You can't say there's there's really another big aggressive guy in there Defending set pieces Edward has got good height You want to say he's aggressive as a defender At corners or, or free kicks again So that's something Celtic will have to watch uh, this evening Good man Ken, pleasure to speak to you 01419511025 Rangers fans How are you feeling ahead of kick-off? It's a little bit early for team news so it's your chance to tell us who should play before Stephen Gerrard announces it. Who do you want to see line up tonight? We'll hear from the Rangers boss next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here on a huge night of Europa League playoff action. We've already given you that Celtic team. They kick off at seven o'clock. So Celtic fans, get in touch. Let us know what you make of it. Let us know how you think tonight's game will go. We do now have breaking team news from Ibrox. Let's get the starting eleven and the subs, of course, with Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, it's two changes for Steven Gerrard for this one from that 5-1 win against Motherwell at the weekend. Calvin Bassey and Jordan Jones drop out and in come Borna Barisic and Yanis Hadji. So it's going to be Alan McGregor who continues in goal. The back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Philip Hellander and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Glenn Kamara, Stephen Davis and Scott Arfield. Yanis Hadji and Ryan Kent off the sole striker, Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, McLaughlin, Bassey, Balogun, Jack, Jones, Aiton and Defoe. And the Galatasaray team is out as well. A couple of names I'm sure you're familiar with in there. Starting Radamel Falcao, who of course was one of the top strikers in Europe a few years ago and still has a few goals in him. Ryan Babel as well, the ex-Liverpool man, is in their starting lineup as well. 01419511025. Rangers fans, what do you make of that team? Happy with it? Anything you'd have done differently? Step up to the plate and let us know. Chris is a Rangers fan from Dumbarton. What are you thinking ahead of tonight, Chris? Uh, good evening, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, all good, um, thanks. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think that, that team pretty much picked itself. Um, I was actually surprised to see uh, Kamara and um, Itton both included in the, in the yeah. squad. I've seen earlier on that uh, Kamara had been ruled out in another news outlet and, and Itton was a bit doubtful, so... I, I wouldn't have expected it to, to start the game. Um, I'd have been going with Morelos all day long. But yeah, I, I think that's um, tried and trusted. I think quite happy with that. Um, I mean, we've got a couple of notable exceptions still um, in Aribo and Ryan Jack, who'd love to have had available tonight. But you know, we've, we've got on with them you know for the last few games. So I quite yeah, happy with that. I think the the only one, Chris, maybe that would have. Made it a case if you like at the weekend would have been Jordan Jones just because he came in and and did well and scored his goal. Not enough to to force his way in, obviously in the mind of Stephen Gerrard. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think you could have argued. Um, I, I think um, you know he got a wee bit of a cameo last week uh, against Willem Tway um, and did well. 
Um, he had a, a really good performance against Motherwell. Um, you know, so you, you couldn't have argued that point, but I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a massive game. Um, and I think if we manage to get through this tonight, I think Jordan Jones will get plenty of opportunities as the, as the games start to stack up. Not surprised uh, Hadji's come in. I know that a lot of people were pleased at the weekend with Jordan Jones. I think that if this game was away from home, um, he may have a rethink, bring Jones in for his pace for a counter-attack, Gordon. But tonight, you would imagine Galatasaray will be very well organised. Uh, when they lose the ball, they'll be very disciplined. I think you need someone that, with a craft that's going to open defences up, find runners. And I think Hadji, as much as he's not been in top form, I think he's very good at that, just playing in behind Morelis. Mm. Uh, I was actually expecting Jones to play tonight, just for that sheer pace. I mean, it's a great weapon to have. Um, and we've seen it uh, against Motherwell. I know it's different opp- uh, opposition. Um, it'll be better opposition, but still... You know, to have that on your side, just that, you know, burst on one side with Kent and, and Jones the other. Would you left Hadji out then, Mark? I, I, listen, I just think Hadji, I think Hadji's a terrific player. I said it on Sunday. I, I don't think he's quite hit the heights. Yeah, I think he drifts in and out of games. Now, he's probably more suited to a European style game, and that's probably why he's in. Yeah, Braga would have been one of his high points in, yeah. a, in a Rangers shirt. Was yeah. it Braga at home? It, yeah. yeah, he was outstanding. Um, so that's probably in Stephen Gerrard's thinking. If I was Jordan Jones, though, I may have thought I'd done enough on Sunday to. to I, th- I think if you're, I think if you're Jordan Jones, you'd be delighted just to get the opportunity because everybody thought he was going out the front door. He yeah, got, he's, he's been nowhere, so it's exactly you're not just so going to come into European be, games. He's yeah. Correct, and he's not going to be disappointed. I think that the manager would have just had a chat and said, "Look, mm. delighted with your performance at weekend, but tonight I'm going." With, and I think that I think that's the best team Rangers have got on on what's available. Chris makes a good point. I'm sure the phrase Stephen Gerrard used about Cedric Eaton was major doubt yesterday, so he's maybe said a. a a quick recovery but he's back amongst the subs Ryan Jack I'm sure Rangers fans will be pleased to see him back Chris how how confident do you approach these European games because it's the one area of Steven Gerrard's reign that you can't really fault I mean I'm struggling to think of of any properly disappointing results in Europe under Steven Gerrard There, there seems to be something about European football which suits this Rangers team yeah I mean I think you know I don't know why we wouldn't have a degree of confidence about us tonight. I think over the past couple of years, we have shown up in big games. And in my opinion, we have probably beat better sides than Galatasaray. Not at this stage of the competition, but over the piece, we've come up against what I would deem to be better opposition than Galatasaray on a few occasions. Um, I mean, as a Rangers fan, this is a, a game I'm absolutely gutted to be missed. You said Thursday nights were, you know, you really look forward to it just before the weekend. European games, you know, great atmosphere at Ibrox. Um, you know, really got to be missing it. But one of the points I was wanting to make tonight, guys, was um, on the flip side, do you think this situation could be potentially advantageous? You know, we've got this one-off game against a big side. You don't need to worry about Galatasaray scoring an away goal. Um, if they score, you know, it's it's basically just as, as you will. You've got to equalise, not go to extra time penalties if need be. Um, obviously, it's good to have the 12th man behind you with the crowd in these big nights. You know, I've, I've seen it help Rangers over the line a number of times. But, you know, Mark will tell you as well that if things aren't going your way and maybe Galatasaray are dominating the ball, when the crowd get, you know, a bit edgy, it can maybe yeah. put a bit of pressure on players. So you, you wonder if that could maybe, you know, conversely give us, you know, work in our favour a wee bit tonight. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. I've been there many a time where the away team in Europe takes control and the crowd are. On you straight away And players start making mistakes So 
No, I think you're right, especially the one that you don't have to guard against that way goal. That's always the killer in Europe, and and people often say, what's the difference of playing Europe? You're much edgier because you know one slip, and it just puts the tie totally in the opposition's hands. So Rangers don't have to worry about that tonight, which could be in their favour. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Gordon. You can certainly see the you you can see the. The, the benefit of, of spinning it both ways If you like Chris puts up a A very good case for it But I'm also thinking back to what Andrew said um, At this stage last year Ligia Warsaw You know when Rangers really need a goal The place is rocking And, and that mm-hmm. That gives Rangers a lift So I don't know it can, it can clearly work both ways Yeah it certainly can Gordon But if you take the supporters out of the equation Right Because it can work both ways I just think you've still got that Rangers will be happy that it's home Because it's the surroundings it's their own dress, it's their own pitch, they know the pitch inside out. And it does make a, a difference when you go and play in a pitch that you're you're continually playing on, the surroundings of your dressing room, everything like that, no travel as well. So it is, yes, we're all sad that the crowd's not there, the atmosphere plays a major part, but you still get a slight advantage, and I think mm-hmm. Rangers will use that tonight. Chris, how do you... View Galatasaray They're clearly one of the, the big names of European football And I feel like if we go on their recent Recent record It's quite hard to get a gauge on them This season's too difficult They've only played a couple of league games Last season they finished 6th um, Which clearly is is not brilliant Rangers have knocked out better teams than that But they were also in the Champions League group stages last season And you know I think they, they lo- uh, Certainly at home Their home form was a bit better It was only 1-0 against Real Madrid wasn't it 1-0 against PSG So do they, do they strike any fear on you? Well I mean I think Part of this is you're playing the name You know Galatasaray have always been a, a, a big name you, you associate with European football But like you said you know Domestically they weren't great last year uh, finish sixth place and I think we maybe worry too much about you know what Falker might be able to do or, or what Babel might be doing um, I, I think collectively we've got a good European side and I, I think we'll be able to deal with the challenge and you know as you know, the, the point you made about them being in the Champions League group stages I actually just saw that the draw for the Champions League today and noticed that uh, Mitchell were in there yeah. so you know get to the Champions League um, group stages is sometimes not necessarily the achievement in itself particularly when you get straight in like that so um, yeah, I'm, I'm quietly confident It's going to be a, a hard task and, and certainly our most difficult playoff At this stage to date mm-hmm. But, you know, fingers crossed I'm putting feet up at half-time And not needing to wait until uh, the 90th or 91st minute To get a win of this yeah. time I think, yeah, Mitchell and one last night Then Eric Sviachenko yeah. He'll be in the, the Champions League group stages Unbelievable, yeah um, the name's dropped out of my head for some reason Volleyball and Golly He'll be in the Champions League group stages as well Incredible In how? a group with um, Man, United. Man United and PSG yeah. Unreal how football works Gordon I mean <laughs> He's no daft uh, You know he's he's read the script there But to go from out of favour at Celtic And you know the main talking point in Scottish football To having not a bad season ahead of him Where with a Champions League campaign to look forward to How football turns Yeah, ah. Very funny game um, <clears throat> What about Galatasaray? Andrew mentioned again The team it, Chris makes a good point you're not, you're not playing the name And I wonder about some of those individuals as well Falcao mm. Yes, as absolute Pete clearly was one of the best strikers mm. in the business We've maybe not seen quite as much of him At that level for a few years now But Still, the, listen, the quality's yeah. always there you'd, 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 a goal scorer like him Doesn't he forget where the goals are I, I played against him uh, Against Atletico Madrid for Celtic uh, Away from home Did he score? La- lasted three minutes before he scored um, <laughs> Ball into the box And 
He was renowned for his heading ability then Of course Header And we were 1-0 behind Quality player I mean Strong Powerful Of course he'll not have the legs That he once did Because I'm talking What is it 2011 Nine years ago That was <laughs> So He's obviously a bit older then But he's still having quality And Babel as well Now Babel's a name Well known is From watching his Multicoloured hair In the Premier League Years and years ago May not have the same legs But they still know how to play the game and they'll be surrounded with younger players who are of a decent standard as well. So a, a tough game for Rangers ahead tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean Galatasaray, they've made a decent start. I think they've won two and drawn one against the, the rivals Fenerbahce. That was their most recent game. Drew that uh, on Sunday, nil-nil. So clearly uh, not a classic. Let's hear the thoughts of Steven Gerrard going into this one at Ibrox. From experience in the last two years, we've noticed that there has been a, a rise in quality as you progress through the different rounds. Um, Galatasaray, you know, are a, a well-known team. Um, big experience on the European stage. Uh, they've got a fantastic players, a really strong spine to the team. And they've got experience of playing in these type of games. So, uh, you know, we, we know it's going to be a tough test for us. Um, you know, Galatasaray, probably everyone's favourite. But what I would say is, you know, we're going into this fixture in a good place. And um, you know we're in good form at home, so our plan is to leave everything out there and see how, see where it takes us. I know what Stephen Gerrard's saying about the size of, of the club and the reputation, but, but they're not favourites. I mean, you know, officially, if you look at the bookmakers, they're, they're nowhere near favourites. Rangers are. Uh, Chris, you mentioned you think it's the biggest test at this stage of competition. Overall, though, have Rangers come through bigger tests than this? I don't know. Porto, for instance, would have Rangers passed bigger tests than this in recent seasons. Yeah, in my opinion, they have. I mean, Porto's one name. I think even you know when you consider some of the other teams we've played, you know, Spartak away, and the the, the Braga game at home last year, we were two 0 down. We were getting played off the park. We managed to find something to dig out. Um, so yeah, I, I think we played you know teams that are performing at a higher level regularly, even if the the name um, doesn't you know necessarily match the, the stature of Galatasaray. Um, so. In my opinion, you know, I, I think if you look at the bookies, we will have slight favourites. That's maybe because we've got people at home putting money in Rangers. Yeah, very possible. Um, from that point of view. But I, I would say the slight favourites because of the situation. There's no way goal to worry about. There's no crowd there. We've not had to travel. And, you know, it, it could go either way. But I, I would be inclined to, you know, earn the side of confidence for this one. Top man, Chris. Great to speak to you. Hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Cheers, guys. Good man, that was Chris in Dumbarton. It's 0141-951-1025 if you'd like to join him. It's a good time to do so because we're going to get travel with Stephen and that means you could be up next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here. It's a massive night of Europa League action. I don't know if it's pre-match nerves time or whether you're feeling confident, whatever it is. Speak to us, get it off your chest 0141-951-1025 15 minutes to kick off in Bosnia Sarajevo up against Celtic In the playoff round of the Europa League And at the similar stage of the competition The same stage, Rangers welcoming Galatasaray In a 7.45 kickoff as well So that's coming in about an hour's time Let's go straight back to the phones uh, And we'll bring in David who is in Port Glasgow What are you thinking for tonight David? How are you doing guys, alright? Yeah, not bad at all, thanks uh, I, I just want to wish both teams good luck I think uh, both teams will get the quality to go through I think Celtic away from home will do well uh, Rangers have been doing especially well in Europe as well 
Um, so I, I think I'm feeling good about both teams. I think they'll go through, and also good to have Hugh back on the night as well. Who's that? Who? Hugh Hugh Kevins. No, he's he's not here for tomorrow night. Oh, so he is. I forgot what night my dad was on. <laughs> Oh, this is David who phoned in and loved Hugh Keevens last week. Right, I get it now. Someone phoned in and was praising Hugh Keevens to the hilt, and I'm thinking, this isn't right. What's going on here? Any there chance. must be. So David must be a relation because uh, he should. So have first heard it. he's first he's praising Hugh Keevens, and then he's wishing both Celtic and Rangers I, 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 well. I'll never catch on, David. Never heard the likes it on this show. Nah. Uh, can I just say, guys, as well, what I thought it's domestic. Yeah, I think see, looking at the two squads, I was I was thinking Celtic. They've got a lot of depth in their team, a bit of quality. See, with players getting injured, suspensions happening through the course of the season, I think Celtic's got a wee bit more strength and depth. Whereas I think Rangers, see, if two or three players maybe pick up suspensions, injuries. I don't think they've got the same quality of player to come in and do their job. And well, you got that's to, the reason. You got to be Rangers. fair, David. There, um, yeah. you you got off to a terrific start. But if you look at Rangers fans, will probably say. Well, Ryan Jack's one of our best players. Aribo started mm-hmm. the season brilliantly. Uh, I think the two squads are very strong. I really do. I think the, 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 the only thing is, and not not to disagree, but I, Stephen Gerrard in, admitting this week that he's very keen to do more, and actually it might hinge on on what happens tonight. So that tells you there are still areas there. Not to say Neil Lennon doesn't. Yeah, Celtic are, are keen to do in the left back position as well. Um, right up until the transfer window Shots Gordon As a manager And Mark will tell you You'll take as many players As you possibly can get in Especially quality players And the players that they're targeting I just think that The two teams Are really strong Because Stephen Gerrard Set his stall out That he wants that Competition for places Every place It was mm-hmm. there It was The spiny Celtics team Was always there and they were just adding So I think If you look at for instance That Celtic can go against Probably their biggest game of season And put Edward on the bench yeah. And put a £5 million player on And Ryan Jack and Aribo And people that's been missing So I think the two teams Have got good squads It's interesting that Stephen Gerrard says You know Mark New signings could hinge On Europa League qualification What's the Brecon equivalent Do you get new signings If you save money On your petrol allowance Or something What's the What's the equivalent They had a big result The other night Yeah Pre-season oh, victory I've never seen him Bouncing into this studio As much With his tracksuit on With that sponsor That nobody knows Told my agent to to start looking for bigger, bigger clubs for me after that victory. But no, honestly, but he was telling he was telling me that it's all down to his new number two. Sid, I do. I, Simon I, Donnelly's meant to be a yeah. tactical genius, and the decision to put him, Gordon, take him on board is yeah. apparently yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordon, been, it's yeah. paying off. Take a deep breath. They lost two goals that night, right? They won the game. Resolved driving business. For, we're for, outscoring teams. For for we're outscoring teams. You'll need to. Wait till the start of the Betfred Cup, right? We will be in this studio when that uh, teleprinter blows up. It's the Mark Wilson Derby. It's the Mark Wilson Derby. Dundee United, isn't Dundee it? Dundee United. The Mark Wilson Derby. I, I hope Shanklin plays. He could actually end up top goal scorer in Scotland oh, and no player Get on the live stream and here, guys. Anyway, right, we're getting distracted. David started off with... Good point about the the collective. Now, I know it doesn't catch on for everyone. I know people don't care what their opponents do or, or worse, would prefer their, uh, their rivals get beat. Sorry, but the coefficient, Mark, we mention it every now and then and it's particularly relevant tonight because Rangers taking on Galatasaray is Scotland against Turkey in the coefficient rankings and we are nip and tuck with Turkey. Yeah, so yeah. a win for Rangers can do the country wonders in terms of leading towards... 
An automatic Champions League spot How good would that That's be? That's it I mean the, the Champions League When I when I played and I first went to Celtic We had automatic places And and our game fell away And we fell down the rankings So we've had to work incredibly hard To get to this point So uh, of course for two teams To get into the group stages even Not even for that I mean think of the excitement We had last year on the Thursday nights When you know, we we had the both teams playing. Mm. It was great occasions. Yeah, take us back to that. What what season was that? The last time we were trying to figure out the, the last time Celtic had an automatic. Not two thousand and seven, maybe. So the two thousand and eight, the seven eight season, or the eight nine season. Might have been the eight nine season. I okay. could be wrong with that. I better write this too in case it's beat. Um, <laughs> in case uh, there's something along those those lines. Spartak anyway. Moscow. Spartak Moscow was the qualifier. Was that a qualifier? So it was so the next we, season. We went straight into the qualifier. Yeah, um, maybe it, maybe the it was. Yeah, the playoff. So uh, Alborg, that a group stage. That game? was a group stage game. Yeah, well, that's the year then. So eight nine, you went straight in, straight in, straight yeah. into the group stages. What did that? That must have. Did that do anything to the league title win? Because I I don't suppose I suppose league title wins are all brilliant, but it must be. Must be extra special when you know that you don't have that stress over the summer, and you of know course. you're going straight into the Champions League. I mean, the Champions League qualifiers and the Spartak Moscow game in particular, the pressure that's on the players early on in the season is huge because the press headlines that's a ten million pound game. And now it's that, way more than that. Yeah, it's now way imagine. more than that. So when you were finishing the season and you were left in the Championship and knowing you were qualifying straight in, making loads of money for the club. And yourself, by the way, because <laughs> because you get a decent bonus from getting in the group stage, <laughs> so you are well well chuffed. Yeah. But uh, it makes a huge difference. So if we can get back to that stage, then you know it's it's brilliant uh, for Scottish football and the players involved in it. Yeah, it was interesting. There, the most important part of that conversation was the bonus for himself. But he's right; <laughs> it is it's very good, and it's uh, it's a very important game tonight. And as you say, Gordon, we just hope that both teams. Uh, can progress as well You know Coefficient Get up as well So It's a very important European night uh, David go on then Give us some score predictions I think you'll be the You'll be the final one Because the Celtic game Will have kicked off By the time we get back To the phones How confident are you? I'm confident I think a Celtic 2 or 3 nothing, And I think Rangers Edge Galatasaray 1-0 oh, Okay 2 or 3 nothing. Uh, the, the th- interesting thing Mark is Neil Lennon Sometimes at this stage Of European competition There's a a bit of an unknown quantity about about the opposition. Of course, nowadays, yeah. all the scouting and the the analysis and all the things that are available online and whatnot. But Celtic have played this team a year ago, well, just over a year ago. Yeah, so they're kind of familiar. They'll be familiar with the the surroundings. Um, doesn't make it easy though. And again, I'll touch on it. My worry or my concern would be at set pieces for Celtic. You know, these these clubs. Um, I'll know what Celtic are like in an attacking sense and they'll know that if they get one set piece or a couple of set pieces they have to make the most of it if they're a big physical side they scored a set piece over there last time against yeah. Celtic didn't they? yeah so a big physical side and like I say looking at that team beat on Duffy Ayer it's your three aggressive ones the rest are, are average height so uh, uh, maybe a concern but if Celtic play anyway the way they can and especially the way they played on Sunday um I think they should have no problems getting through. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the football. Big thank you to David in Port Glasgow, the man who wants both Celtic and Rangers to win tonight, and the man who has nothing but good things to say about Hugh Keevens. David, you are a one-off. 
Thanks guys Good man We'll catch you later That was David In Port Glasgow Right coming up next We've got kick off in Bosnia For Celtic's trip to Sarajevo Uh, But before we do that Let's play Beat the Pundit It's your chance To win a signed ball Get the bragging rights Put Gordon DL Or Mark Wilson In their place What more do you want From a Thursday night 0141 951 1025 The lines close At 7 o'clock Your chance to beat the pundit Is next Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Underway in Bosnia 90 seconds on the clock Sarajevo nil, Celtic nil. Very early so not a great deal to tell you about Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here So we'll keep you right up to speed On what's happening in the Celtic game And of course we'll build up to kick off at Ibrooks, Which is just under 45 minutes away Let's do this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time, and you know you were bad on Tuesday when people are still talking about it on Thursday. No, they're saying I'm unlucky. Curious Creatures has even penned a verse about it. He says, A wee hint for the dazzler if the coin toss goes his way. QOS play in Dumfries unless they're playing away, he says. He's good isn't he Uh, If you missed it on Tuesday Gordon was asked Which town Queen of the South play in He said Palmerston I don't know what you're laughing at Because there's a wee reference To one of your finest moments in there QOS QOS I don't think we've forgotten about that Anyway That's just a place It's no good to us is it The phone's ringing off the hook tonight (laughs) For the chance to come on And take you two on And beat the pundit Although Mark Wilson tells me He's not lost this season No No I don't think so No 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 no. Okay let's bring in tonight's contestant Ryan is calling in from Cumbernauld tonight. How's it going, Ryan? Yeah, not bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. I know you're a Rangers fan, Ryan. How are you feeling about the game tonight? Uh, I think it could be tight, but maybe maybe just edge it. A nervy night. I've not had anyone predicting extra time in either of the two games yet. Is that a possibility, Gordon? Could be a possibility, but um, I'm sure both teams will be wanting the job done 90+. plus. Yeah, it's a bit like Ryan. He wants the job done before the tiebreaker, don't you? Absolutely Exactly right Let's toss the coin heads It is QOS Tails It is Palmerson That's how I'm going to start Referring <laughs> to you two uh, From now on And it is, he- is heads He's been bragging During the news About being unbeaten this Come season on. Let's see what he can do tonight Mark Wilson Up against Ryan From Cumbernauld Oh it's a local derby as well yeah, Cumbernauld, Cumbernauld derby, derby. Let's, on, uh, let's give Mark something else A bit of Clyde too Yep He's giving us the thumbs up Right Ryan 30 seconds on the clock you're up against Mark And you can pass That's really all you need to know Are you ready? Yep Good man Your time starts now What was the score The last time Celtic Played Sarajevo? 2-1 Which side Celtic. has been awarded The most penalties In the Scottish Premiership This season? Rangers In what year Did Rangers last play Galatasaray? 2000 Apart from Scott Brown Which current Celtic player Has won nine consecutive League titles? Ah oh, pass Which Rangers player Left for Schalke In 2006? Pass Arsenal v Liverpool on Tuesday Featured how many Scottish players? Two In which country hosted the 1990 World Cup? Uh, Argentina Okay let's bring Mark Wilson back <laughs> What is he laughing at? Hey? I'll tell you what I'm He's laughing happy. at I'm laughing Why? at you Because you tried to stitch me right up didn't you? Because I was talking about uh, just, just hold on uh, well, we, can, we can discuss this at the end Before you give anything away yeah. uh, why, why are you so happy? Uh, the last question is brilliant you'll, you'll, okay. uh, No it's nothing to do with the last question Just, just, just be quiet till we play Beat the Pundit Then you can have your say here Ready Mark? Yeah Same set of questions okay. to you What was the score the last time Celtic played Sarajevo? 
2-1 Celtic Which side's been awarded The most penalties In the Scottish Premiership This season Rangers In what year Did Rangers last play Galatasaray 2008 Apart from Scott Brown Which current Celtic player Has won 9 consecutive League titles Cal McGregor Which Rangers player Left for Schalke In 2006 <laughs> Pass Arsenal v Liverpool On Tuesday Featured how many Scottish players Two Which country hosted The 1990 World Cup Italy like, Mark Wilson was What are you saying? Was <laughs> what are you throwing, laughing at? There were rude gestures flying around He's trying around. to put me off He's trying <laughs> to give him a rude gesture Gesture It's a good job that the cameras weren't on there I didn't like to see that This is a family show Good job, it's radio uh, And you get away with it uh, Ryan, what are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking? How do you think that went? Uh, I don't know, maybe a draw Or maybe he's beat me by one mm. right, Let's find out Um no, the reason I was laughing earlier on, yeah. right, in the first question, mm-hmm. Gordon and Mark Ryan, just to give you a bit of a hint, before, just before the show started, they were going, What was the score the last time Celtic played Sarajevo? And they were just talking generally, and I was just refusing to answer them because I knew that the question was coming up and beat the pundit, but I was starting to laugh, and Gordon was trying to read my face. That's what I was laughing at ah, at the right, start okay. of the show. There we go, a really boring insight to what Aye. goes on in here. It was 2 1, and you both got it. Which side's been awarded the most penalties in the Scottish Premiership? You both went Rangers. No. It's Aberdeen. Aberdeen Is it? Do you yeah. know that? Yeah How do you know that? Because I'm good, you know good nothing. At, I'm good at this In 1990 I'll never forget They've been World awarded Cup. four And they've scored four, four. Near Beaton looks like His evening could be over already He's taking a sore one uh, So one all In what year did Rangers last play Galatasaray? Thanks for listening last night by the way We had Peter Lovenkrantz on It was the year 2000 mm. oh. Ryan got it Yes Ryan Ryan goes 2-1 in front Apart from Scott Brown Which current Celtic James player Has Forrest. won nine consecutive titles Oh St McGregor <laughs> Unbelievable but I mean Did Brian get that? He didn't I thought Ryan would get it But fair enough He's got a bit of an excuse It's not like Mark Played as part of that Nine in a row running oh, or I forgot like that. I'm right. just thinking that night was James Forrest Right 2-1 still Which Rangers player left for Schalke in 06 Peter Lovenkrantz None of you got that What a game this Arsenal Liverpool on Tuesday Featured Kieran Tierney and Andy Robertson too You both got it oh. So Mark trails by one Going into the last ah, nah. question Which country hosted ah, nah. The 1990 World Cup Mark said Italy Ryan said Argentina What a answer that is I'm back ah, Ryan would you listen big. to this He's, he's, he's equalised in the last minute After having a stinker And he's slagging you for saying Argentina Can't I wasn't born Honestly, he wasn't born. Tell you, mate, Ryan. He wasn't born. I surely minus seven. How old are you, Ryan? I was born in ninety-seven. So. <laughs> oh. so you don't know it before ninety-seven. No. It gives you. Oh, come on, it's, it's, a, <laughs> no. it's a good enough excuse. Come I mean, on. Oh no, I'm happy. Does he not? Because we've yeah, got right, tiebreaker. Onto the tiebreaker, and it's just going to be a guess. It's the closest to. None of you were born at the start of this question, right, Ryan? Tiebreaker. I'll read the question. I'll get Mark to write his down I'll then ask for your attempt So the question is this How many different clubs Have won the Scottish Cup? Ever How many different clubs Have won the Scottish Cup? Mark, show me your answer please Okay, Ryan, what would you go for? 25 Ryan's gone 25 Mark, what did you go for? 12 The, The answer it's 25 way! Ryan has got it No way On the nose There's no way What do you He's mean no way? On. He said 25 I, didn't know that, Ryan. I can't believe you went 12 
Twelve. <laughs> Ryan, is that a lucky think. guess? Hey, uh, that was a guess. Twenty-five. Got That's on the unreal. Nose. Brilliant. Right, Mark, you'll drop well the ball done, off Ryan. for the returns well to Cumbernauld. Well done to you, yeah, Ryan. I don't mind losing to that. That's you can't you can't beat that. He's, he's loving life. He's about to tell all his mates. Oh, that he just, I can't answer that. What did you have? Ah, twenty-two hours. I went. Twelve was conservative, wasn't it? I was just thinking Celtic mm. Rangers. But it was formed in eighteen seventy-three. Queens Park won it a bit a hundred times. Yeah, before then, I so anyway. Hearts, Hibs. On to the next one. <laughs> On to the next one. This manager yeah. said. Beat mm. the pundit back tomorrow night. Uh, it will be Hugh Evans or Andy Halliday, who's pretty good at beat the pundit, by the way. Ah, he's decent. Pfft, knows yeah, his stuff, decent. right? We've been forced into an early change uh, at uh, for Celtic, I should say. It is still Sarajevo nil, Celtic nil. It's a like for like, and it is injury to near beat on. Ten minutes gone, and Hatem Ad El Hamed has come on, Gordon. Yeah, beat on took a sore one, Gordon. Um... And obviously I've just replaced him with El Hamed. You know, Julian's sitting on the bench here. Maybe just Neil Lennon thinks it's too early. Um, but unfortunately for beating his night's over. But Celtic looking okay, looking comfortable, dominating the ball. Frimpong getting a bit down the right-hand side. They'll be looking for a big performance off him again. He's in terrific form. Uh, just make sure they don't give anything away at the back. Uh, Mark, just... In any game, it's just not ideal to be forced no. into a change so early. It's not that El Hamed is not capable. He's clearly tailor-made for that position as well. Having said that, he had his his poorest moment in a Celtic jersey, didn't he, against Ferencvaros? Yeah, not too long ago. Um, and and have we seen him since then? Uh, uh, yeah, I think he played the Livingston game. Okay, but I, I mean, like you say, it just disrupts things a wee bit. Not ideal. You know, I like El Hamed. I think he's a quality player. Um, so he should slot in there, no problem. But I'm sure Neil Lennon would... Would like the the full eleven that he's probably been working on and going through set pieces with, and everyone knows their job. So not an ideal start, but not a disaster. I think the home team have decided. Uh, we've seen him six times since Ferenc Baros game. By the way, have yeah. we? Just, ah, just right, right, good right, to right. see you've you. Not, you've not seen yeah. much of him. Um, I think the home team have decided just to say, right, we're going to try and hit Celtic in the counter. Oh, no, you know what? I'm, no, I'm doing you a disservice. We've not. That's a lie. That's a lie. Ah, well. Not as bad as we thought. Do you want me to keep going here? Or uh, shut yeah, up? go on then. Very <laughs> 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 mean, Gordon's talking. <laughs> you have your own program. <laughs> I'm trying to describe the game here, and you still talking right over the top of me. But I think that uh, I'll say it again. I think the home team are sitting in, uh, home to hit Celtic in the counter attack, and I are just giving the ball away. But I think Neil Lennon will be quite happy with the start, apart from losing uh, Beaton. But um, you know, this team looked like Celtic would really need to give them a goal. Uh, Mark anything jumping out at you so far Celtic fans by the way Watch it with us Phone up If you're shouting at the TV Just shout at us instead What are you noticing Get it off your chest 0141-951-1025 Rangers fans were also building up to kick off At Ibrox as well So let's hear from you Mark What's sticking I think uh, what Daz says there Just much the same as last week against Riga Where when Celtic get the ball Especially their back three in the halfway line Sarajevo just dropping everybody back behind the ball Made it incredibly difficult And you know It looks like Celtic Their, their creative players are going to have to do Something special You know Engage a player Take them on Take them out of that shape that uh, Those positions And thread passes through Because Sarajevo will make it hard here, for them yeah. Counter attack yeah. Huge problem Sarajevo are into the box Celtic trying to, to get men across the cover It's nice feet leaves Shane Duffy I think it was um, and hits the side netting uh, It's actually gone out for a corner So the Celtic defender must have got a touch on it I don't think he should have taken that extra touch here I think he actually 
Is it El? Is it Duffy? Yeah, I think he does Duffy with the the little faint like he's no, going to cross. No, it's El isn't it? Yep, Duffy's in the middle. Who See, then comes across. That's going back to the big talking point again, Gordon. See if you watch Duffy there. The minute the player's in the box, he puts his hand. I think that's El by the way. Is it El Sorry, he puts his hand right behind his back, and I think that's easy to beat a defender like that because you're not naturally balanced, and he takes it to the side of him. I that's what we're saying on Sunday that you wanted to. You know, players' arms shouldn't be up in the box. Oh, he's he's he's, well, he's flip flopped on this issue all week. Aye, no. So, well, I don't think you, you were blaming be... Bevis Mugabe on Sunday. Now you think it's a shame that players have to put their hands behind their back. I think because of the rule, it is a bit of a shame because if you're if you're going one v one, there's nothing. Marco well, he was a defender, so you don't want to be that be your position, your hands behind your back. And I don't know why I'm doing it mm. in radio because nobody can see me. <laughs> you look great though. Uh, but just to let everybody know, my hands at this moment in time are behind my back. Yeah, so 14 minutes gone, Mark. It's enough time to get a sense of of the game. Celtic have not really created too much. They've looked kind of comfortable enough and. Position, but the warning signs are there, aren't they, for what could happen on the break? Uh, yeah, I think you can see right away that this team look a better outfit yep. than Riga right away. You know, more composed on the ball, um, look like they've got a wee bit more pace about them, a wee bit more intent when they get in the counter attack. Where a Riga just thought sat in and and didn't have much ambition of going forward. I think this team, you know, could pose a threat and have the players that could get in behind Celtic. So they just have to be careful when Celtic are attacking to keep the door. Walked at the back and John's a Celtic fan On the line What are you thinking for tonight John? Aye well As I was talking to Chris I'm actually working I'm not no watching the game I nearly crashed the motor there When they nearly scored there <laughs> When they was listening to these boys uh, No I, I think it's a great team They put out Unfortunately Big Beton's been half injured But what I was pointing I was making Gordon uh, uh, Chris when I was on I've heard Obviously the stories about Ayer going right But uh, another one is apparently would you call it Leicester are sitting in the market they're supposed to have signed somebody for 25 million or set back so I don't know why Celtic don't try and get in and get Benkovic because personally I think he's a better set half in Ayer because I think Ayer's a good player but uh, even if Ayer doesn't go I think Celtic should try and get in and get cover for that what, what do you think guys? I think Benkovic was a, a great signing when he was at Celtic uh, so he took a game or two to settle and then after that just looked Head and shoulders above anybody else, and obviously the lure had gone back down the road, and maybe Leicester no want to put him back out. Then scuppered it for the following season. But like if he's available, and it's and Celtic can match his wages, I, I think he would come in and walk into that side. The only thing is, John says even if Ayer stays, Gordon, there's, mm. there's no way Celtic are signing another big name or, or you know, kind of established centre back. Are they unless someone leaves? Uh, unless someone leaves, yeah, because I think they'll still do some transfer business, but I think the priority is down that left hand side, whether it's to be the number one left wing back, left back stroke, or to give cover to Taylor, obviously, because I think that's where the shortage is, Gordon. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I think Benkovic is a, a, a very, very good player, great defender. But I think the priority the now for Celtic is probably uh, filling that left back position. On you go, John. I, is, is there not any truth in the rumour, guys? I, I've seen some on some of the blogs about uh, apparently Tottenham are going to let we'd let Session Young come up for a season, but there's got to be like guarantees of first team mm. football to set because what a sign he would be. Yeah, he, cer- mean, he certainly would, and I think that it looks Mark as if he would be such a good signing, um, and therefore the money would be. Too much, basically, is is that's the that's the, yeah, yeah. the report from earlier this week. Cost a lot of money. Um, good player, good young player. Um, uh, whether it would it would come to your game, I'm not so sure. 
you know, I, I think there'd be other clubs uh, down south that would be interested in taking him, but no doubt about it. I think if it gets offered to Celtic and they can match it, then 100% take it all day long. It's incredible now, the, the modern day football, that <laughs> if teams send you out on loan, years ago you had to earn your place. Now the, the teams are dictating he's got to play so many games. Uh, so I, I would, that would certainly be. But I don't, I don't think that's the stumbling block. Think no, 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 no. But I think it'd certainly be bad news for Taylor because he's thinking, well, this guy has to play so many games, but he is a quality player. But they definitely will fill that spot, Gordon. And that's why I don't think the guys that you're talking about, you know, another midfield player, a wide player like Patrick Roberts, for instance. Yeah, good players. Benkovic, good centre back. Of course he is. But I think the priority is get that left side filled. Uh, thank you John I'm going to let you go Because I want you to drive Carefully I can't have that In my conscience If we are uh, putting you Off your driving So um, Drive carefully That was John on the line Let's bring in Mark Who is a Rangers fan Are you confident For tonight Mark? Yeah I'm going for Two not Rangers Yep I think That sounds, certainly sounds confident what, what, what are you basing that on Is this just because Rangers seem to pass Most European tests These days? Uh, no, I just think Rangers uh, They've got the players for Europe than the Scottish game, I think. A lot of the players don't suit the Scottish game, where they suit the European style. Yeah, I mean, that successful European campaign last season, Mark, it was at times the Alfredo Morelos show. He was the main man mm. um, outscoring most other players in the competition at times. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding performance from him. Is it, is it about Ryan Kent now, more so? Well, there's no doubt that he's been the standout uh, of the season so far for Rangers. Um, he looks like he's taking his game to a different level. Um, of course, we had Andy Halliday in here giving us a wee insight uh what's been added to his game and what Stephen Gerrard and the coaching team have been telling him to do. And he's certainly benefiting from more unselfish running and running in behind. Um, but it, 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 you kind of get away from the fact that Rangers last year in Europe was you know, a well-organised side who... Counter attack teams at speed, and they had the guys in the right positions to finish. And Morelos thrived off it. He knows how to play up against two centre halves as that one striker. And I, I wouldn't expect anything else tonight. Um, but you know, the thing is with Galatasaray, we don't really know how they're they're actually going to be. You know, the big name follows them, and you think they will be decent. They've got decent players in there, but you don't know what stage you're at, and it's always that. A tricky situation when you're coming up against these teams early on in the season mm. in Europe. Mark, how important could Ryan Kent be tonight? Well, I don't. I'm not really a Ryan Kent fan. I think I don't know where what Matt Wilson's been watching because there's games where Ryan Kent you expect him to deliver and he's not delivered. I know Stephen Gerrard's been giving him a free roll, and I don't think he suits that. I mean, the boy Jones. I think Jones when he was playing under the Northern Ireland manager. Uh, and also getting games with Kilmarnock You've seen how good Jones were mm. I, mean, I know Ryan Kent's made a wee bit more Experienced than uh, Jones obviously mm. Mark are you, are you serious with that? Kent. You don't know what games I've been watching Ryan yeah. Kent's been Rangers best player He won player of the month as well He's been the standout you know, player point is just one, uh, uh, Officer saying They expect the 7 million man to deliver When it was when it was asked when he never really delivered he kind of forced it a lot of games Mark I don't think you've been watching a lot of Rangers to be honest with you um, it's opinions this game but I think you're wrong you're talking about Jordan Jones yeah he's come in from the cold one game against Motherwell 
uh, played very well but Ryan Kent's been delivering since the start of the season and he's a massive player for Rangers so I really don't think you've seen a lot of Rangers so far Thank you Mark in part of 0141951025 I've got a, a really Easy. creative teaser for you really different this one I like it we've got the teaser coming up next um, difficult times for Kilmarnock we've got Friday night football tomorrow uh, we're going to take a look at that coronavirus related situation and of course keep you updated on all the European stuff next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde 1's Super Scoreboard 25 minutes gone still Sarajevo nil, Celtic nil. Anything else to report gentlemen? Nothing really Sarajevo no. had a, a free kick there That I said Celtic might be concerned about set pieces But straight into Barkas' hand So nothing else happening Right 0141-951-1025 Thoughts on the Celtic game Build up to the Rangers game Any thoughts on the coronavirus situation Or the other league fixtures tomorrow uh, We'll do it all We're actually going to speak to Simon In Kilmarnock in just a second Now this I mentioned it last night This guy has just started sending in All sorts of teasers And by the way Other people are sending them in as well But I'm just on a bit of a roll with this guy And I thought this one would Blow the minds of you two tonight So the crazy pony He's back on again The crazy pony oh, sent the question in This is different We've never done anything like this before You might need a pen and paper If you're playing along Can you name the last player to score In the Scottish top flight With the same initials As each of this week's Super scoreboard pundits <laughs> I told you you'd need a right. pen so, Say it again the last player to score in the Scottish top flight with the same initials as each of this week's super scoreboard pundits. Until this point. So yeah. we're looking Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel, Hugh uh, Keevans, Jim Duffy, Mark Guidi, Roger Hanna, Alex Ray, Andy Halliday. Right, I'm going for one here. Gordon Jury. So you don't think anyone with the initials GD has scored since Gordon Jury? Greg Dockery Yes is Greg it? Dockery It's well done <laughs> Brilliant M.W Marley Watkins <laughs> Oh you two are not as daft as you look <laughs> oh, You two are not as daft as you look I we like need, this Do we need two GDs in? You involved? No just the pundits <coughs> oh, right, Nobody okay. cares about me uh, Jermaine Defoe For Jim Duffy Brilliant yeah. oh, Right okay we'll leave it there You get the gist <laughs> now right So we're looking for the last player to score in the Scottish top flight with the same initials as each of this week's Super Scoreboard pundits. So Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevans, Mark Guidi, Roger Hanna, Jim Duffy, Alex Ray and Andy Halliday. Think of the initials, write it down if you need to and tell us who the last scorer with those same initials. How many have we looked, sorry, how many again? One, seven? two, three, four, five more to go. Bit of a strange question, a bit outside the box but I thought we would do that tonight. Hold on, who am I missing? For sorry, sorry <sighs> so I've got... Mark Guidi, Roger Hanna... Hugh Evans, Andy Halliday and Alex Ray still to go Alright okay. right. Um, right we've got Simon and Kilmarnock on the line Let's hear a bit from the Kilmarnock manager shall we Strange situation um, for them at the moment Three players testing positive for coronavirus um, And isolating the second round of tests would have been today I think it was uh, Here's what Alex Dyer had to say ahead of the game against Motherwell tomorrow that's the most important thing. I mean, for us, we wanted to prepare for tomorrow, but we can't do. So, um, like I said, we have to adapt. You know, hopefully the game will go ahead and um, we'll wait and see what happens. Don't forget, they tested again today, like we said. So, you know, we have to wait and see uh, and get them results back. So, obviously, everyone's a little bit on, on tender hooks. 
and um, we'll deal with the situation when it comes. You know, we have to deal with what we deal with. Um, like I said, the most important thing is that they're all at home now and um, they're safe and well. Um, and they're, 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 they're away from the football club and the ones that are at the football club have to do the best they can. Hey, Simon's a Kilmarnock fan in Kilmarnock. What do you make of this, Simon? It's certainly not the ideal preparation, is it? No, it's not at all. Thanks very much I think my call, guys. And uh, first of all, well done, Mark Wilson, and getting those three points. You must have forgot what that felt like, we man, eh? No points for friendlies, but uh, listen, I still, I still like your, your congratulations. Cheers. You count them as points, though. Aye, oh, he's manager of the week. Exactly. Did you get an award for that? <laughs> anyway, Simon, what do you think? Obviously, on the most serious part, I've got another point on the coefficient afterwards, if you don't mind. Yep. Um, so, with obviously the situation, first of all, I say I think the game should go ahead, provided obviously there's no other. Uh, positive tests tomorrow that bring it over the, the UEFA limits because under the current rules, you know, it has to go ahead. But I think I'm really concerned about the season, whether we'll actually get the season finished. Um, you know, one of the Kilmarnock players was in the in the local paper in the Daily Record during the week, pictured in a supermarket with a mask on. You know, I'm sure fans from all clubs have seen their own players on Instagram and places like that, travelling up and down to England to see friends and family and things like that. You know, the players and they have to live their own life, so they're going to come and co- come into contact with people who have, you know, COVID. It's just a natural thing that's going to happen. But I think we're, we've been lucky in this country so far that we've only had maybe twos and threes players at clubs because when those Kelly players did the test on Thursday, that obviously came back negative. So that meant that either they caught it on the Friday or the Saturday because one of the commander players started getting symptoms on the Sunday or it was they were they you know, it was sort of hibernating in the system. Yeah, I think so that's a that's a possibility. I don't think it's quite as easy to pinpoint um when you know when specifically it would have been. What what makes in particular, what do you mean about worried about the season, Simon? You think at some point we're gonna get a ga- a week where it's eight Kilmarnock players or nine or ten and, and the game can't go ahead, is that what you mean? Yeah, and I think then if, if, as you say, it's hard to pinpoint when it is. So people could have the players could do the test on the Thursday, but there could be eight or nine players on the team who have COVID, and then they pass it on to another to another team that happens to them. And by the time you know it's came out of the incubation period, they've given it to another couple of teams. It it could mm. spiral as easy as that because yeah. the players have to have their own lives. So without trying to do a Jason Leach impersonation, I certainly wouldn't, Mark. But I think that's the point of the. The twice weekly testing is to try and yeah eradicate that kind of situation and, and sort of stay on top of it. Um, I think if we if we keep it to the football for us, certainly that that's the challenge though for clubs at the moment. Alex Dyer, it's Thursday night. I, I don't know if they've found out, and it's just not been um, announced yet. You know, the tests were today. I think he really doesn't know what what he, who he can pick tomorrow, or, or yeah. you know, and, and and how to prepare for it. It's a it's a tough situation for managers just now and players alike because those players are preparing um, like they've got a game then they've been told you know you're not playing and we touched on it before that I think this is going to affect all clubs in Scotland at some stage it's starting to be you know it's starting to get more regular and there's no getting away from it um, the testing. The testing is working. That's that's one thing, and I think you know Jason Leach has been on here saying that they're happy with that. But you're not going to get away from it. It's, it just makes a manager's job tougher when they're trying to prepare for a game. And I wonder, you know, Simon's point there. If it does go to so many players, have we come up with a number that if it gets to, 
that they no, well, the si- does. Simon referenced the UEFA guideline. I don't think there's anything absolutely, you know, kind of set in stone at an SPFL level or anything like that. But the UEFA guideline is if you've got 13 players you play. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think I think Mark. To be honest with you, I think that managers will probably have it in the back of their mind. You look at St Mirren not that long ago with the goalkeeping situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Hamilton Aki's, uh Brian Rice has come out and said, "Look, we just need to deal with it." Um, yeah, it is what intense, but we need to go week by week. We're doing everything we possibly can. I totally understand the caller's point because you never know the moment. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think that we have to keep glad. I'm glad that the game's going to go ahead tomorrow. Yes, it's it looks di- like it at the moment. Yeah, 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 it's difficult for Kamarnock, but I think all other clubs has got to be in the same situation. Going somewhere along the line, they're got to lose one or two players to this. Yeah, this is it's hard to kind of separate the, the football point, Simon, because. You don't know the identities of these guys And that's that's the way it should be they, Their health is first and foremost here um, But in terms of, of preparation It might be that it's three sort of fringe players And, and Alex Dyer can Can kind of crack on In a way that he would It might be that it's three main players Who would have been dead certs to start You just you just don't know And like I say there's no problem with that Because their health and, and well-being is the priority Yeah absolutely As you say it's, it's difficult to know I think going by the words he was saying I, at least one of them was playing on Saturday, and um, that was, you know, judging by his tone and and his inflection when he was in his press conference earlier on. Uh, so it is difficult, and it's hard to even really care too much about the football when you think about it, because there's three guys here, and yeah, they're young, fit athletes, but you know, you don't know who they're coming in contact with or who they are, you know, family are in this this you know health situation with them. So it's obviously just you've got to have fingers crossed that you know everyone involved and connected to the players is. Makes a full recovery Yeah I mean Gordon it's, It sounds horrible Because I, I want to stress That we hope those guys um, Are fine And do get better But from a from a football perspective And in terms of getting games on We're, we're slowly but surely Getting used to this St Mirren one stood out Like a sore thumb Because it was the goalkeepers goalkeeper. Right but you know Hamilton Aki's Fine Got on with it Played the game Lee Hodgson's now out of uh, isolation He's looking forward to, to Getting back to living his life normally um, Same with Kilmarnock if, if it is just the three The game goes ahead tomorrow We move on Unfortunately that's the way It's going to need to be Otherwise th- There was no point in Even starting the season Because we, we won't get it finished And that's why I said Gordon I'm sure that Alec Dyer will be disappointed Because every manager Wants to prepare As best as he possibly can But every manager In this league will know That there's going to be casualties Hopefully not a lot uh, but that's the world we live in just now And you're right We've just got to try and deal with it And keep football going as much as we possibly can uh, Thank you very much In fact Simon go on mate your, I know you had a coefficient point Sorry before we, we move on What was your point? No worries uh, Obviously I've heard that in the last couple of nights Everybody's celebrating the, the coefficient And the possibility after tonight That we could get a automatic Champions League place mm-hmm. um, I think if that happens We need to have an urgent Sort of rethink on the financial structure of Scottish football, because that's only going to benefit two clubs. It's going to just make the you know the distance between yeah, those clubs one. even even bigger. You know, Rangers and Celtic in the past have went out in Europe, and managers and fans have blamed. You know, you don't get a la- there's a mm-hmm. lack of competition in Scottish football. That's not going to be able to change if Rangers and Celtic suddenly get thirty million pound one season, the other one gets to the next. Yeah. So we need to we need to have a proper rethink. And I, I, I've seen a lot of people have the argument that. You know, money money trickles down, but it's like a going to McDonald's with your mum, her buying a big her buying a Big Mac and making you make deal with her like a fry from it. 
it's it's not going to make any difference, really. <laughs> no, I think I'm, I'm glad you at least referenced it though, because you're right. The solidarity payment, so you can't say that only Celtic or Rangers would benefit from it, because some of the figures actually make a bit of difference to clubs like yours, to to Kilmarnock, to Motherwell. However, um, yeah, I mean, you can't really argue with what Simon says, Mark. It just depends. What your horse is in the race here? No, if you're a Celtic Rangers fan, you're not bothered. But but yeah, if if we if if we think the gap's big at the moment, if those two keep getting Champions League money, then yeah, yeah of course. But, uh, just... Well, it's been from the start of time. With Celtic Rangers, they're the strongest too. They get into Europe, they get the benefits of that. Understand that other clubs are saying, well, they're just going to get further away. I mean, what can you do? What well, hand them? Half the Champions League money? No, I think the the system works now. There could be an argument for more money trickling down, but. If you get in the Champions League And get to the group stages You deserve everything That comes your way from that This is probably a wider point That we, we could do a full show on But I think what Simon means as well Is you know Think about voting structures And stuff in, in the Scottish Premiership It is all very um, It's kind of set up To suit, suit the two biggest sides Aberdeen had the chance to, to change that voting structure Didn't they a few years ago mm. and, and didn't take it So I think Simon's maybe Thinking about Asking a bigger picture About how we try and Listen, I don't, I don't know how much will change just now with Scottish football. We've seen how difficult it was to change things in the summer. So when it comes to Champions League and it's, it's not even here yet. I think that point will be well down the list of things that people are looking to change. All right, thank you, Simon and Kilmarnock. That is a good point to leave us on, though. If we ever uh, let's do that again at some point, because I think that's something that everyone will have an opinion on. Thanks again to Simon. Uh, let's hear from Motherwell assistant Keith Lasley ahead of that game. Tomorrow he's confident Alan Campbell will still be at the club After transfer deadline um, The club looking to extend his deal Beyond the end of the season He's attracting interest From the likes of Hibs And Aberdeen um, But Lasley clearly Doesn't want him going anywhere I know Alan's loving his football He loves the club he, you know, he loves pulling on that jersey And playing for the club So um, listen as always in football at any club if you've got an asset and you know a big offer comes in that the, the club can't turn down as we saw with David you know it does happen but you know we are, we are uh, first focused on Alan uh, as I said playing for Motherwell in the, in the short term and, and, and who knows you know hopefully that can be in the long term as well but as I said that's, that's probably out of third control to some extent Gordon you just can't do it with every player you can't always sign players on contracts to make sure that you get the money for them Eventually one will slip away But Motherwell are going to try They're going to try and keep Alan Campbell Or certainly contractually So that they get a better fee for him um, Hibbs and Aberdeen Amongst those looking to To try and cash in If that doesn't happen Yeah I've been reading that In the papers lately Gordon uh, Hibbs and Aberdeen Are very keen on him I'm not surprised about that I think the other clubs uh, Keen on uh, Campbell He's got off to a terrific start After being left out At Ross County In the opening game um, he's played a lot of football for Mull He's a young lad He's learnt his trade Everybody talk ab- uh, to about him You know, they rave about his attitude His will to win Managers are not- noticing that um, They're worth their weight in gold in a team He eventually will go uh, Like Turnbull uh, But I just hope he does Motherwell are able to get him Signed down a deal and they deserve it because Motherwell put a lot of work and effort into mm. the boy, and I hope that it works both ways. Don't want him to leave the now, but.
But eventually he will Because he's a good player Good chance for Celtic And kick-off at Ibrox Is coming up next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Still Sarajevo 0 Celtic 0 Kick off Imminent at Ibrooks For Rangers against Galatasaray Here's Andrew McLean Yeah well what a big night This is massive Stakes here at Ibrooks A place in the Europa League Group stages Awaits the winner of this One off tie And we could well Be in for extra time And penalties as well We're so used to the colour And the noise of these European games At Ibrooks And despite the fact that sadly lacking that tonight, the players will know just how important it is to get through this game. There's flags filling the Copeland and Brimwood Road ends of Ibrox in the absence of supporters. They'll all be waiting in anticipation at home, hoping this European adventure can be extended into the tournament proper for the third season running. These types of games are when we tend to see the best of Rangers. Well, we see it again tonight. Kickoff has got underway. Uh, right, score predictions for that one, you two. Um, I'm going. 2-0 Rangers home one Right okay Mark I'll go 1-1 one, one And Rangers to win An extra time Oof, Long shift um, As Ryan Christie Just boots a fairly Brutal pass Over the head of Greg Taylor And well out of play It's about to be Half time Sarajevo nil, Celtic nil. So I'll actually Hold your thoughts And we'll get a, a full Kind of reflection on it At half time What about tonight's teaser It's just different This one It really is um, But I like it Outside the box Every now and then Is okay Can you name the last player to score in the Scottish top flight with the same initials as each of this week's Super Scoreboard pundits. So, Jim Duffy, Gordon DL, Mark Guidi, Roger Hanna, Hugh Evans, Andy Halliday, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson. The player with the same initials as each of them to score most recently in the Scottish Premiership. For instance, Jim Duffy, you've already got Jermaine Defoe. Gordon mm-hmm. DL is here, you've got Greg Doherty. Mark Wilson's with us You've got Marley Watkins What else have you got? Ryan Hedges for Roger Hanna Yes Yes Mark I told you Good. Honestly You he gave him that one didn't you? No no, no right, Come on you Right um, I thought Andy Halliday Might be Andy Halliday And then I thought Well Matthew Breckenridge Asked the same question But it's then not I thought, no, Aaron oh, Hickey Aaron Hickey Scored against Hibs At Easter Road Oh he's marking it down It is Aaron yes. Hickey well done Excellent Andy Robertson for Alec Ray No That's <laughs> oh, <yeah>, the one <laughs> The one you gave us <laughs> Terrible um, Are you sure? See Positive. for Hugh Keevans Going back a bit here mm-hmm. Henri Kamara No oh, Was he not Kamara with a C? I, I was can't remember. Yeah Henri Kamara Was he? No. Yeah Kamara was Oh hope uh, oh, yeah, I think he Killing. was. Killing, Harry Killing, no, Harry Killing. Hold on, no, did I know? I played with a Kamara. Did I know? Okay, Mo. No, I played with another Kamara. Henry Kamara was is Kamara with a C. I'm pretty sure he is. It's not him anyway. You don't have to worry about that. I will. It's going to annoy me. Guarantee you, we could be here until <laughs> Christmas Day. You won't get the Hugh Keevans one. Just forget it. Right. Okay. Is AR no? Getting Andy Robertson as well, isn't it? It's not Andy Roberts. Oh, oh it was so close. I gave you one initial to get. Uh, Celtic a bit it. of defending to do right at the end of the half. Sarajevo on the break in a dangerous shooting position. Luckily for Celtic, he makes an absolute mess of it. A fresh air swipe because he had a decent sight of goal. And it is half time. It's Sarajevo nil, Celtic nil. Sum that up, Mark. I think that attack there at the end of the half kind of sums up 
What's happened in this half Celtic going forward But Never really created anything They seem to get to the Sarajevo penalty box And it kind of falls apart And they lose possession Sarajevo then countered them And it looks like there's openings But Sarajevo are guilty of the same thing They get near the penalty box And they haven't been uh, Clinical in any way um, That chance by El Yanusi Only decent Bit of link up play Christy And Edward Round the corner El Yanusi has a volley From about 18 yards But the goalie Gathers it So I think Probably Neil will be frustrated You know Happy that he's kept a clean sheet And the threat of the other side Has been minimal But you can clearly see That Sarajevo Have something They've got a wee bit of pace And they know the areas To exploit So Wee bit of work to do here For Celtic It's, it's certainly not straightforward This game yeah, I do agree. I think the Neil Lennon will be having a, you know, a good team talk to his players to try and say, look, we're in the same situation. Uh, we can't lose a goal here. Um, I think they've got enough. I really do. But this team, if you, if the concentration levels fall at any time, Gordon, they can punish mm-hmm. you. So Celtic just need to be careful. But I think they will have enough in the second half. This is the one that could probably get into extra time as well. Positive start for Rangers. Uh, Morelos sent through by Kent, but uh, cleared for a corner uh, to the home side. Not really created much Celtic, Mark. No. Would, that, would that be the, the concern? Is it a concern enough that Neil Lennon would do something about it at half time? I don't think he'd change it uh, at this point, especially having already made one change uh, to the back line with El Hamed coming in. Um, I just don't think they've got enough service to Edward. Edward had the ball one time. I think he had the defender one and one, and he tries to skip by. Defender mm. reaches at a leg, and it's decent defending. Mm. Apart from that, they've had very limited opportunities. Yeah, I, I'm not going to. I don't think it's right to base everything on that one attack, but I'll, I'll do it to an extent. Did that kind of sum up where Odds and Edwards at right now in terms of it's the type of opening that a Fully flying Odson Edward thrives on cutting in from the left, standing defenders up, shifting it and getting a yeah. shot away. Like I say, I know it's only yeah, one I, time. I, I don't think he did much wrong. He's been quiet him. again. I, he's been quiet, but I don't think he did much wrong in that instance. Sometimes, you know, he did send the defender the wrong way. It goes to cut inside in his right foot that we've seen him doing loads and then bend in. But the defender just reaches out that kind of lazy leg and gets a nick. So I think he, Odson Edward will be disappointed at the lack of service he's got. You know, you're playing with two up I front there really and plenty of creative players uh, behind them. Yeah, I think really can't panic, Mark. You've got to take it as it is. They're away from home. It's a difficult tie. It's nil-nil. Yeah, they look a lot better than last week's uh, opponents. Of course they do. But I think Neil Lennon will still be saying, look, if we can lift the pace of the game a little bit, they've got enough quality to go and, and get through. So you're the same as Mark No changes or anything at the moment No I think he'll leave I think he'll just uh, have a, a, a You know some words with his players Tweak one or two things You know maybe Maybe ask them to shift the ball a little bit quicker Get you know forward Maybe higher up the pitch and stuff like that But I think he'll leave it And then you know He'll look the first 15-20 minutes Look for a wee bit mm. of a reaction Better pace to the game Because in terms of attacking changes Mark I know Clamalla and Griffiths are there But you would be fairly surprised To see them thrown on Certainly no, early stage, yeah. David Turnbull Other but than that uh, Turnbull might be a shout I think Turnbull it Might be the first one he would look to um, For creativity Because he certainly looked comfortable on Sunday um, 
You seen how late he kind of left it last week. I know he made the James Forrest change through injury and, and by the way, it paid off last week, didn't paid it? Paid off, you know, um, you know, taking Edward off and El Yanusi, and it was pretty late on. I think Neil will go along the same lines. He'll he'll keep that starting lineup, or uh, of course, with that one change, for as long as possible before he may throw on a Turnbull because Turnbull's the type of guy I think this game would suit him. You know, it's Harry Evil sitting in Turnbull. We've seen him on Sunday. He's not scared to shoot for a distance. You I think he's something. Well, you take off. Well, one of your ta- obviously Christie is a is a like for like replacement. Ryan Christie's had forty five minutes. He, he's looking to get on the ball. Everything he's doing isn't he really paying off just now. So he y- tends to like the Olivier Cham <laughs> switch, though, doesn't he? Just yeah. because it, there's all there's always a feeling that he's kind of just missed out on a place in the starting eleven. If you like, it's, Gordon. Um, I think because Celtic aren't leading, it's not as bad as you know. It's not. A, it's not one of those ones you're looking thinking. Oh, he has to make drastic changes here, or he's going to end up uh, out of the European campaign. It's not. He's nil nil away from home. Um, he won't be over the moon with the performance, but he'll be saying, "Look, if we can lift this and move the ball quicker." We'll get the players because they're obviously the minute Celtic getting the ball, they're sitting in. Nice done their homework. Yeah, of course. You look have. at Frimpong. Mm. Every time Frimpong yeah, received the ball, there is three Sarajevo players round him. Um, but what what is that? That that, that obviously frees up space elsewhere in the park. So move it quickly. They may find opportunities. Right, half time. Sarajevo nil, Celtic nil. Still nil nil between Rangers and Galatasaray early on. We're looking for the last player to score in the Scottish top flight. With the same initials as each of our pundits this week It's a bit creative We've got Jermaine Defoe for Jim Duffy We've got Greg Doherty for Gordon DL Ryan Hedges for Roger Hanna Aaron Hickey for Andy Halliday And Marley Watkins for Mark Wilson For Alex Ray Mm -hmm. Anthony Ralston Yes No, look, look I can't believe you've just stolen it from me uh, Right, two to get You won't get these Gallagher, it? it must be a Gallagher. No, it's nothing like Gordon. Gallagher. Mike Could G- not Gillespie. sound. Couldn't sound less Gillespie. like Gallagher if you tried. Gillespie. No. Was that the end of the show? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. I thought we were going to another break. He played for Hearts. Both of these guys played for Hearts. Glen One. Calvis. No. Calvis. M G. He was there just a couple. He's only he only left last year, I think. He was Canadian right ha- Canadian right back. Oh, I was going to say Harry Cochran for Mark Guidis. Canadian right back mm-hmm. Ah no chance Marcus Godinho Ah no chance nah. And this one's a disgrace I must admit Do you know why this one's so hard Because first of all You won't remember him right. And secondly His name's not always spelt like this I've looked this guy up And there appears to be two spellings One that does start with an H And one that doesn't <laughs> I might as well just tell that? you I know who, He's, who, he's who Greek Hearts Hearts No 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 Nah, 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 nah. Christos Karapidis. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no but, chance. But if you look it up, sometimes there's a C and he's Christos. I don't know. Nah, forget that nah. one. The rest were good, though. Enjoyed was, the rest. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mark good. Wilson and Gordon Dale. We're back at six o'clock tomorrow to look back on all the Europa League action with Hugh Evans and Andy Halliday. In the meantime, Callum Gallagher's up next. <laughs> <laughs>